Good evening. Welcome to the Randall Fisher Show. I am your host, Randall Fisher. And I am your co-host, Patrice Fisher. Tonight we have an awesome lineup tonight. We yes. have a show. We're going to be talking about the power of overcoming addiction. Yes. Like I always like to say at the start of the show, we are not life coaches. We're just people with life experiences. We are yes. believers of Jesus Christ. We would like for you at the end of the show, yes, to call in and give your life over to Christ if you've never given your life over to Christ. But even if you're not a believer right now mm -hmm. tonight, we just want you to call in and talk to us tonight about yes. a subject we're going to be talking about. Amen. We're going to be talking about addiction tonight. We're going to yes. be talking Amen. about different type of addictions tonight. And we're going to talk about how we overcame addiction on tonight. Yes. Oh, Amen. my God. So we're going to have a good time tonight. I have a special guest yes, with me tonight. Yes, yes. I am so glad. I have the Washingtons with me. I have Minister Curtis Praise Washington and his wife, Valerie Washington. Praise and God. we're going to get it in on tonight. Yes, we, right. we, we want you to give us a call at 240-719-2560. I feel the Holy Ghost on tonight. Yes. I think Amen, God is going to brother. do something awesome on tonight. I believe people are going to be set free tonight. I believe Let it. me just say this. There are different type of addictions. Yes. Okay. Our addiction may be about drugs and maybe about alcohol, but we have people who have an overeating addiction. We have yes. people who have a cigarette addiction. We have people who are addicted to people right now. We have people who are addicted to playing the victim. We have mm -hmm. people who are, mm -hmm. oh, that's good. are, are addicted to, uh, it's always it's always somebody against them. Yes. So tonight, we just want to help you tonight. We want you to call us tonight and talk to us tonight. Be real tonight. Yes. This is a real show tonight. Yes. We're right. going to be real tonight. That's We're right. not going to play with you tonight that's because right. it's, too, it's too important. Yes, Somebody's it life is out there in the balance right now. Yes. Somebody's thinking that they may not be able to make it. Yes. But that's tonight, right. we stand here, all four of us, going to let you know that you can make it. You can make it. So tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have my guests introduce themselves to you for the first time, live, telling their story, Minister Curtis Washington. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Amen. Brother. My name is Minister Curtis Washington, mm -hmm. and my church is UNCIF, United Nations International Church of Fredericksburg, Virginia. And this is my wife. Hello. Hello, Thank you. Bless you. Valerie Washington. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. Thank you for Bless being you. able to support my husband tonight okay. and just tell my side. All right. Thank Bless you. you. So, 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 um, we're going to just go with the, I, I like to be a formal, now we're going to be informal. Yeah, I like to let everybody know brother. that we are servants of, of Jesus Christ. That's right. And we do have titles and positions in our church. That's but right. at the end of the day, we are real people as real well. Real people. And tonight, we're going to come from a real perspective Real tonight, people, Because real we talk. want people to hear the real stuff tonight. Right. But they understand about the titles. They understand about church life. But there may mm -hmm. be somebody out there that might not even understand. They may not even know what that's about. Right. So, Brother Curtis. Yes. Um. Ah, boy. I'm just so excited, bro. Me too. I'm just so excited, man. Thank you. I got somebody telling the host to take your time. I like that. See, that's that's that is our good friend Felicia's brother. Oh yeah. So tell me, brother, what church do you belong to? United Nations Church International, Fredericksburg. Okay. Yes. And who's your pastor? My pastor, pastors. Okay. Oh, Pastor Leslie Vini and Pastor Lisa Vini. And they are great pastors, the best pastors in the world. Oh, wow. All right. You're going to pay me for that one. Yeah. Yes. Um, how long have you been a member of um, United Nations? Uh, I think we've been a member now for about four years. Okay. Four years. Okay. Four years. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Four awesome. years strong. Mm -hmm. Great pastors. Great pastors. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And I will say, um, I've been going to churches now since I was a little kid, raised mm -hmm. in church. Okay. okay. And 
been to several churches, joined them, okay. been there, all of that. Okay. But here at United Nations, there's things that happen that I've never seen before. Okay. My goodness. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit fills that place. Okay. And people are being delivered. And people are being set free. And most of all, the word is going forth and we're growing. And I am a testimony of that. We're going to get right to that. We're going to get right to that. Let me me say tonight, we Uh are members of Healing Hearts Worship Center where our pastor is Pastor Sharita Smith. She's also a a good friend, sister of uh, Pastor Zvini's. Mm-hmm. So and yes. so tonight we are excited about our pastor. She, they, yes. they're both about the same. We, the power of the Holy Ghost is definitely at our church. Yes. So we thank God for all that she does on tonight. Yes. So we're gonna get right to it. How they say on CNN? Let's get at it. Let's get so at we're gonna, it. So yes. we're gonna get at it. So tell me, um, what has been your um, addiction story? What's your addiction addiction story tonight, good brother? Okay, uh, where you want me to start? I want you to start wherever you want to start at. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, my drug that uh, really had got to me and had a hold on me was crack cocaine. Okay. And I started that at an early age, okay. 17 years old. Okay. Uh, just hanging with the boys, being one of the boys. Okay. And in the beginning, it was fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. And over the years, it began to be a problem. Okay. And time went on, it got worse and worse. Okay. So tonight, what I really want to do is I want to reach brothers who's going through that situation with okay. an addiction, with okay. a drug, okay. and they feel like they're hopeless and there's no help. They don't know where to turn. I'm here tonight to let them know that Jesus is alive and he is ready and willing to deliver you. You hear what I'm saying? I do. So that's where I'm at right now. Okay, so tell me, um, tell me, tell me some of your story. Tell okay. me how you how you became um, to that to that conclusion right there that Jesus was the way. Okay. Um, after, if you got time, we got time, bro. <laughs> um, being out there in the streets and using the drug, it changed me as a man. Okay. It made me uh, not the man that God wanted me to be. Okay. And I did things that I don't want to own up to, but I did them. Okay. okay. And that's what the drug does. It it it, lo- it makes you do things that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But um, I I was raised in church, okay. and I knew there was a God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew about Jesus. Okay. okay. And over the years, I battled with that addiction, and. The word says that God will put no more on you than what you can bear. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll get in a situation where you can't bear it and you go out and you want to take yourself out and God won't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. One night I was getting high after I said I wasn't going to do it anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was driving, coming home after getting high all day long at okay. night on my way home. And something hit me. And they say, you're not going home tonight. This is it for you. Mm. And I took my car and I sped it up. And I drove as fast as I could and I ran through a building with my car. My goodness. And I turned the car over three times. Okay. And the car was upside down. Okay. And I'm laying there in the car. Mm -hmm. 
I feel myself still alive. Okay. So I say, Lord, I know I messed up. And I rubbed myself all over my body. And I had not one scratch on me. Mm. Not one. Listen. And I cried in that car that night. And I said, God, why? Why won't you just let me die? Mm. But I didn't get an answer. But now I know why he didn't let me die. Okay. Because my test is now my testimony through Christ. Mm-hmm. Come on. And now I'm here tonight to tell people that Christ is a deliverer. Come on here. Amen. 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 Come on here. I got more. I got a whole lot well, more. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna break it up. I I, I see. I, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, we're gonna break it up yeah, a little. Yeah. Um, if, if you're watching the show tonight, we're talking about the power of overcoming addiction. Yes. Please give us a call in two four zero seven one nine two five six zero. If yes. you have any questions, we're here to answer your questions on tonight. I want to talk to Miss Washington. Yes. Miss Washington, <laughs> can you um tell us how long you've been together? For one thing. Ooh, actually, me and. Curtis went to school together. We went to school together. Okay. Yes, we've been to school together. Okay. Um, And back and forth, back and forth. Okay. You know, we got with each other and everything. So when we finally got with each other, um, I started feeling his pain. I mean, I was there with him. Um, Everything he went through, I was there right there. Okay. Um, I wasn't on it myself, but... As well, I mean, if you're in that predicament with that okay. person for such a long time, because we've been together for a long time. We was together, well, we've only only married since 2013. That's a blessing. Um, but That's a blessing. But we've been together for 20, 30 years. Awesome. Okay. 30 years. Cause so my question would be, mm-hmm. my question would be tonight, right? I heard you say you married since 2013, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you were together for 25, 20 years, you 20, said? 30. So 30 years. What, what mm-hmm. made you know to stick with him. What, what happened good. with you to cause you to stick with him? Um, yes. Got on my knees one night. Okay. He was out doing his thing. Nobody okay. really never knew. And I'm, I've never really spoke about this. Um, I told it to him before. Okay. Um, just got down on my knees and I just remembered, Lord, if you just bring him home, mm. bring him home to me. Mm. I promise to be with him and serve with you as he does. Wow. Um, I just needed to be there. Um, wow. Just, I don't know. Uh, you know, I had my highs and my lows. Okay. Um, I get mad. I okay. come back again, turn okay. around again, and okay. we'll fix this thing. You know, okay. I just stayed there. I just stayed. Okay. Um, my heart just wouldn't let me go. Mm-hmm. Um, my spirit just was not settled enough to go and let him go. Mm-hmm. So, You know, uh, one thing to piggyback on what she said about that, about her prayers. Okay. And I'm so grateful for my wife. There you mm-hmm. go. Because I know her prayers brung me home. All right. There was one night mm. I was out and I had ran out of money. Well, almost out of money. And I had $40 left in my pocket. And I went down to Richmond to buy some drugs with the last $40 I had. Okay. And I picked up a brother, he got in the car, and we did the exchange. But when we did the exchange, he didn't have the drugs, he had a gun. Okay. And he wanted my $40. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he put the gun right up beside my head and said, give me the money or you're dead. Okay. But I would not let the money go. Okay. I wouldn't let it go. Okay. And then the next thing I knew, I heard the gun go click right up beside my head. And the bullet didn't go off. So I said, Lord, what am I doing? And I let the money go. And I went home. Now, the story is my wife (laughs) coming home 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm real, y'all. 
Come on. My wife know I'm out there. Okay. When I get home, it's hard for me to get in the house. He thought he was going to get in. <laughs> so she would make me wait outside. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you know, that night when I got home, mm -hmm. she let me right in okay. and told me, come on, lay down. And I didn't tell you that night. But I almost lost my life in those streets that night. But I know your prayers brought me home. Wow. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're talking about the power of overcoming addiction. And if you're watching the show tonight, you see that we have real live testimony here tonight. And we want you to call in tonight at 240-719-2560. Um, go ahead. I do have a question. Okay. Let's, let's go back to mm -hmm. the pain yeah. from where it began. Okay. Um, since we're talking about overcoming the power of addiction, we have to recognize the pain mm -hmm. that caused the addiction. Mm -hmm. Can you speak on what area caused you to go into taking drugs? Was it a void in your life? Was it a disappointment? There had to be something there that would cause you to go in that direction. For me, as a child, I always wanted to do what the big boys was doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I became 15, well, 12, 13 years old, the big boys in the neighborhood were smoking weed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had to try it. Mm -hmm. And then as things got older and I got older, they was doing the cocaine. I had to try it. You had to try it. I had to try it. Mm -hmm. And that's how my addiction started. Okay. I come from a I come from a home where I had a good father, a good mother. Right. You know, and sure. they did the best they could for me. Sure. You know, and they made sure I knew God. Yes. So, you know, the mistakes I done, they were on me. Yes, that's and good. I take that. That's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I like what he's saying tonight. Yeah. He's saying that you know, he, a lot of times we hear the stories about I didn't have a father, I didn't have a mother, I yes. didn't have this, right. you right. know, uh, nobody did that for me. But he's saying that I had a good home. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody's story is different. He said I, I, the streets called him out, and that's where he went. Mm -hmm. Tonight, give us a call at 240-719-2560. We're talking about the power of overcoming yes. addiction. Yes. And we're here tonight to let you know whatever you're addicted to, God can deliver you. Right Amen. Now, at yes. this Amen. moment, God can yes. deliver you. Yes. So let me ask um, my wife. My okay. wife, I understand that you, you know, you dealt, you deal with me. I, I'm someone who was, um, you know, uh, addicted. And how, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with? How did you deal with that? Well, I can say that um, you have to be patient, mm -hmm. and you have to mm -hmm. really understand the heart of the person. Right. Amen. I think when you understand the heart of the person, and you can ask God for understanding, He'll reveal to you who that person is and right. the purpose that God has for them. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think a lot of times people get frustrated or they walk out or they're not able to stand because they don't look deeper into that person. person right. Mm -hmm. right. Right. And you do have to know if you've been called mm -hmm. to stick with that person. person. That's right. You Amen. have to know that God has called you to Amen. do it. Amen. And I think that patience is one of the keys. Okay. But then um, learning how to listen and see beyond what you see. Amen. Amen. You have to know um, what it really is before you. Mm -hmm. What's really what's really the hurt? What is that stemming from? Right. What is that person's pain? Right. Right. Or what what is it that that person is dealing with? Because mm -hmm. a lot of times um, 
uh, women can be in a position or companions, mm -hmm. wives can be in a positions where they don't want to understand. I didn't sign yes. up for this. Right. Yes. I didn't sign yes. up for this. And so many years so I, was, I was. Uh -huh. So many years. And mm -hmm. so I, I'm on the way out. Mm -hmm. But if love, amen, love is powerful. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you support that person and let them know that you're there, sometimes you have to be quiet. Right. right. It right. doesn't call, uh, call for an argument. Right. Right. But I think that you have to understand that God has something bigger in store for that person. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe I need to figure out what I need to do to help. That that that's awesome. We you know you sometimes you don't get to hear from the the, the, the mates, the the one who, who who have been there to cover you, the one who right. been praying for you, the one who um, just. I know a lady uh, told a story about how um, her husband had been gone from church, you know, for a number of years, and she mm. kept a seat for him. Mm. Wow. She kept a seat for him in the church, right. and what happened? He ran ran and ran, and she always thought that the drug dealers was going to come to the house and right. do this or do right. that. Right. And she, but she still held a, a seat for him in the church. Wow. And wow. one day he ran into the church. Mm. And now the ministers have church. I mean, they just, God has blessed them. Yeah. So I, I appreciate what you're saying. But yeah. a lot of times, like you said, if you're out there right now and you're yeah. dealing with um, frustration about helping somebody overcome an addiction, good. whatever the addiction may be, give us a call at 240 We're going to take a break, and when we come back in, we're going to just keep on going. Amen. Yes.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Randall Fisher Show. I am your host, Randall Fisher, and I have my lovely wife, my co-host, Patrice Fisher. Yes. And we're here tonight. We're talking to the Washingtons. Yes. And so I want to ask you, Minister Washington, I'm going to call you Minister right now. I'm okay. going to go back and forth. All, all right. right. All right. Because I just, that's just me sometimes. Right, right. I'm going to ask you, what, um, how, first of all, how long have you been clean and sober? Mm -hmm. um, I think, I would say I've been clean and sober for about, Seven, eight years now. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, before you actually became clean and sober, how many times did you attempt to become clean and sober? Oh, mm. God. That's <laughs> good. Uh, numerous amount of times. Okay. Numerous amount of times. Okay. I think uh, early when my father was living, when I was still living at home with my parents, okay. and uh, my parents found out about it, and uh, my dad took me down to... You know, Richmond, they get me checked in and everything, okay. but um, that didn't last, okay. you know. Um, when I came back to church, at the first church I went to, uh, they had an awesome program over here in Maryland, Dr. Okay. Shine. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. came over that. here. I know about that. You know, mm -hmm. and I stayed, you okay. know, that didn't last. So okay. I, I've been, you know, quite a few times trying, okay. you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Now, you say you've been clean, I guess, what, like eight years, seven yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. So what was the difference of, of that time when you finally became clean? And what, what happened different? What, mm -hmm. what caused you to really go for it? Just being tired. Okay. That's good. Being okay. tired. Speak on that. Being okay. tired. Being okay. tired. Okay. And uh, I knew God. Okay. Like I say, I was raised in church. Okay. And my deliverance came in church. Okay. And uh, to, to, to speak on that a little bit, the hardest thing I ever had to do, and I, I want men to listen to this who's in a situation that you know God and you know you need God, but it's hard for you to come back to church. Because one of the worst, the, the hardest things I ever had to do in my life okay. is walk through those church doors okay. a broken man. Okay. Mm. You okay. know, I mean, I was hurting. Okay. And, you know, people, Christians, they go to church every Sunday and okay. they praise God and they know the word. But they still, people can be mean okay. and not even wow. mean to be, wow. you know. Wow. So I came in the church wounded, okay. you know, okay. and certain people or certain atmospheres will, <laughs> it's like putting salt on your wound. Mm. Okay. So it was very hard for me, but okay. thank God I had a bishop okay. who said, man, it, no matter what it takes, you come. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is it's like the woman who knew Jesus was coming and mm -hmm. she had an issue of blood, uh -huh. but she had faith. Okay. And she was determined mm -hmm. to get to Jesus. Okay. And going to church and hearing that word and hearing Jesus, I knew that I had to get to him. No matter what the people thought about me mm -hmm. or how they treated me, mm -hmm. my goal was to get to Jesus and be delivered. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I'm listening to you, and, I, and our pastor 
you know, Pastor Sharita Smith, she, we have a church and we have some banners up. There's no judgment zone. Yeah. Right. She preaches right. about that all the time. Right. About, right. You know, uh, how we treat people when they come in hurting. Right. And how we're the ones that can actually mm -hmm. cause them to go out and suicide by the way Absolutely. we act and the way we treat Absolutely. them. But I still want to, I still want to uh, uh, say that there are some good people in church. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that pray for you. Absolutely. You. Absolutely. People who have discernment. Absolutely. You know, and, and what my pastor always tells us is, is we accept everything from our job. Yeah. We accept yeah. everything from yeah. the outside yeah. world. Yeah. But when we get to church, we right. get extra right. super sensitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now we want people to just, uh, you, you know, just to, we want the church to be built just to, for us. Yes. Right. Yes. So we have to grow. We have to grow into that. Right. And I, I appreciate how my pastor uh, tells us because she makes us comfortable about who we are. Yeah. She allows yes. us to yeah. right. who we are. Right. She allows right. us to make some mistakes. Right. She'll let us know when we make some right. mistakes. Right. But she actually talks about her mistakes. Yes. 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 So yes. it makes it for a comfortable environment. Right. I understand right. what you mean. I've been oh, through yeah. that. And where I've been, I've been through that. Uh, where I've been right. through um, church hurt, if you right. will. Right. Right. And church I think hurt. it's it's people are not really understanding. Right. Because when you look at you and I, right, I uh -huh. can tell we look like we're strong. We look right. like we, you know, we, we right. got it together. Right. We, we probably can look the part. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then we have some arrogance going on right. with us. Right. So people are thinking, okay, well, they, they yeah. know, right? Yeah. They can handle yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And right. we kind of push people away right. with how we respond right. to them, right. even in our pain. Right. And I found out for me, in, in the pain part, I, I I wanted to uh, hide it so well. Right. That's good. Right. I wanted to hide right. it so well. Right. So I it, it came off as arrogance. Right. When I was really fighting for my life. Right. right. I got you. You brother. see what I'm saying? So it takes somebody with the discernment. Right. To know that you're yeah. fighting for your life. Yeah. And you're not really an arrogant yeah. person. That's you're right. You're not really uh, uh what they're thinking at that yeah. moment. Yeah. So right. I find out the the problem that we have in church. My pastor was talking about that today. Is people just don't have enough discernment. Right. And, right. and for one thing, we want to give people a break tonight yeah. because sometimes people are going through so much themselves right. that they can't even pick up. Right, right. So we're talking right. about uh, seasoned people now right, who, right. who we think that should, should, should hear us. But seasoned people go through stuff as oh, well. Yes. Mm -hmm. So oh, yes. I, I thank God for what you're saying tonight yeah, because yeah. It, what, 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 it helps for us to know that, yeah, but you still got to walk through that door anyway. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I'm getting out absolutely. of it. You understand what absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Because I, I want... I want people that know like you said there's some great people that's right in the church that's right you know uh just take for instance mama charlotte okay yes yes we love powerful mama woman we love mama charlotte. and when i came through those church doors she seen me broke and i went to that altar she grabbed me and carried me to the see, altar you see that i, did, I couldn't yeah. go by myself you see that? and she took me up there you see and uh the pastor prayed over me and all and all of that and i felt the holy ghost and the anointing on me but I didn't understand it. That's okay. But Mama Charlotte said, yeah. one day you're going to preach the gospel. See. And that lifted me. Yeah. That lifted me. Yes. That lifted me. Yeah. So So I have a question. Uh -huh. Now, that's your experience um, having a relationship with God or being raised in the church. Right. So you knew of God. Right. And at the right time, you came back to God. Right. But for the people who still struggle right. that don't know God, right. what can you offer them that would help them to understand that there is hope? Because some people have never right. been to church. Right. Right. They don't know anything right. about, about Jesus. Right. Right. All right. they know is their struggle. Right. Right. But right. I believe when you have faith and hope, right. I want you to speak on that part to the person who does right. not 
know God right. that right. was not raised right. in church. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Understood. So what I would say to that person, mm -hmm. um, really, for me, you have to, it's, it's a tough question, really. And it would take time. It, it, I would have to say to look at me as an example. Mm -hmm. Hear my story, where I came from, mm -hmm. to where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. See, I was broken, mm -hmm. lost, and had nothing. Family turned away from me. Okay. You know, but now through Christ, mm -hmm. through the word of God, that's the only thing that saved me. Mm -hmm. My mother couldn't do it. My father couldn't do it. My pastors couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Only God mm -hmm. could save me from the struggle I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And now I am a business owner. All right. You know? Mm -hmm. So God has delivered me from the drug addiction, and now he's restoring back to me everything that I lost over the years. Mm -hmm. So I would have to say one step at a time. That's good. One step at a time, mm -hmm. you know, and trust and believe in God. Okay. Now, for the people who don't, who, who don't know God, mm -hmm. we got to show them. We got to teach them. Mm -hmm. And we have to take time with those people. That's why I'm here tonight. Okay. I'm here tonight. Anybody who don't know God mm -hmm. and you're tired of going through what you're going through and you want to get to know God, mm -hmm. we're here for you. We're here. So, so if, you, if you heard the question, the question is you may not really know God right now. Mm -hmm. You may not be focused on God. Or you may be mm -hmm. going through something that won't even let you uh, think about anything other than what your struggle is mm -hmm. right now. And what we're telling you is that we are men of God and we have been through the addiction and, and God has delivered us. But just in case, if you have a friend out there that you can talk to, there's doctors that you can talk to. Yes. Go get some good. help from Resources. somebody. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to wait to walk into the church to That's get right. some That's help. That's right. Because God works in a lot of different ways. Yes. So you can go speak to, if you have somebody you need to talk to, talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Find a therapist in your community or, or, or find a hospital that you can go to yes. if, you, if you're dealing yes. with that. Please give us a call tonight at 240 719 Two five six zero. Call in and ask us some questions. We will be here to answer some questions tonight to help you understand um, about addiction tonight. Amen. So I, I like this. What what comes to my mind is that you have to believe that there's something greater than what you're going through. That's right. And that um, you have to fight, and you have to be determined. And sometimes the fight can be hard. Right. Mm -hmm. But you have to be determined that I don't want this for myself anymore. Right, right, right. <clears throat> and I believe that having a support group and asking for help is imperative. You have to be tired, I heard you say yeah. it, of being be sick and tired. Yes. And when you get to that point, correct me if I'm wrong, this is your testimony and your testimony, that's when opportunity presents itself for you to get help. Amen. When you're tired, you've, you're at the lowest point. Yeah. And you and you what what you're saying? Everybody's low point is different. Mm -hmm. right. Some people's low point is 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 running out of money. 
Right. That's good. And they don't want to. They don't want to beg anybody for any uh, drugs or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Some people's low point is is getting out of somebody's bed and they realize, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes. You don't have to be homeless on the street right. uh, to to reach a low point. No. Mm -hmm. There's different. No. Everybody's low point is different. Right. Right. We're not here to tell right. you what your low point is on tonight. Right. All we're doing is here to tell you if you had a low point mm -hmm. right. that you can uh, give us a call at two four zero seven one nine two five six zero. So I have a question for Miss Valerie tonight. Yes. I want to. Yes. I want to go back to Miss Valerie. Yes. Um, as the spouse. Yes. Okay. Um, did you have those times when you wanted to just leave them? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, just like Elder said earlier, you know, just a few minutes ago. I mean, mm -hmm. you you got to be um, just having that that person that you can reach out to. Mm -hmm. You know, be able to uh, just talk to someone, be able to come mm -hmm. to somebody and say, hey. I'm struggling, mm -hmm. or even just come outside of the person of sh that's struggling, the mm -hmm. person who's feeling the struggle with him. Mm -hmm. You got to have somebody to talk to too. Mm -hmm. It's hard okay. to go out here and try to do it on your own and think, okay. oh, that's I can just good. do it and okay. come help him. Very good. You got to okay. have somebody to talk to too. Um, as many of times I want to leave. Oh, we're, we have a caller on the line. Mm -hmm. All right. Caller, you're on the line. Praise the Lord. This is Nikki Davis. Praise the Lord. This is who? You said Vicky Davis? Nikki. Nikki Davis. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we good, are good. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'm doing fine. I just wanted to get my testimony. Okay. Tell about the goodness of the Lord and how he has delivered me. Okay. Amen. Um, 30 years ago. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I started using drugs in high school. Okay. Mm -hmm. wow. wow. I was wow. using so much. 
So that's why I said I felt like I was losing a piece, losing a piece of the rock okay. in my essay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, uh, I, I eventually was going through different programs and things like that, and I had an out-of-body experience okay. using a PCP one night. Okay. And um, had to see a psychiatrist and was put on medication, but it okay. still didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Okay. Until I went to a church on Martin Luther King Avenue right. and Unity of Love Praise Temple, where uh, when I walked in, there were people praying on their knees, mm-hmm. and they were calling on the name of the Lord. But the, the streets were all different. The streets were very different at that night. I mean, you know, you can hear the rap music loud uh, going down the street and everything. You know, it was just like, I would say, I don't want to use this word in a, in a bad term, but like the ghetto. Got it. Got and what, mm-hmm. I, what I noticed was that when I walked in, I walked in with my mother and my step. I walked in and I sat down. I used to suck my fingers up until the day that I got saved. I sucked my fingers and I used a rag to tickle my nose. Mm. And I also smoked cigarettes up until the day that I got saved. But when I walked Mm -hmm. in and I sat down and the people were still praying, the pastor walked over to me and he asked me, he said, do you believe that God can do it? And I immediately shook my head, yes, God can do anything. You know, that was that was the point right there, that if you believe that God can do it, God can do anything. So I said, I believe, yes. Right. And um, he laid his hands on my eyes, and the room became bright. And then I left and had to come back another night. They had, this was during a month of prayer. September was a month of prayer for them, so they prayed every night for the whole month. And so when I came back, he, he, he said, you need more deliverance. And the lady said, what do you want from God? And I said, I just want to be happy. But I didn't say that. She said it out of her mouth. She read my mind. The Lord knew exactly what I needed at that time. And at that time, when I said, I just want, when she said, you just want to be happy, I just shook my head up, yes, and yes, and yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's it. Um, That's it. Then there was a moment that I had to, they say, just call on the name of the Lord. Right. And as I called on the name of the Lord, I'm walking around in circles. Okay. And I'm going in circles, and I'm walking around saying, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And even now I feel <laughs> as I call his name. But uh, as, as I called upon his name, the last time I called upon his name, I was laying on my back with one leg up. Okay. On my back. And it was a total deliverance. And at that moment, I was instantly delivered from cigarettes. Wow. Instantly Hallelujah. delivered from sucking my fingers. Wow. Instantly Hallelujah. delivered from doing the things that I was doing, but I wanted to run the race fast. And I thought that I was, I mean, I just, I just gave up everything right away. Okay. So 
the Bible says the race is not given to the swift nor to the strong. Come on, yeah, I'm feeling where you're going. Come on. And so I started running the race as if I was in a marathon. That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's right. But awesome. I had to take my time and learn That's about right. God. That's key. Take your time. Take I had key. to. You have to take your time That's and learn. Yes. That's key. To you. Yes. Yeah. And when you go mm-hmm. to God in prayer and you let Him know. I didn't even know that this drug was so strong on me that I can't handle it. Sometimes you got to go to God and say, I can't handle it. This is so, the enemy is stronger than we are. But we <coughs> don't match for him without Christ. That's why I wanna, I'm going to stop you right there. Things. Can I can I cut in for a minute? I, I like yes. what you said. I want to I end on that note because I appreciate everything that you're saying. But what uh-huh. you said was just so important that, yes. you know, it, yes, the enemy is powerful, but God is more powerful than the enemy. Right. Nice. Yeah. With not, God, we can, we, can, uh-huh. we can battle that. Yes. Take that battle. So I, I want to I I thank you for your call tonight. Awesome. I want to thank you for your testimony. Awesome. And, and awesome. I, continue, yes. I will yes. continue to pray for you, and you continue to pray for us, okay? Amen. Praise awesome. God. God bless you. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Did you, did you hear what she said? She said that she didn't try to do it fast. Right, right, yes. right. right. And a lot of us, good brother, That's we, good. we get, we get uh, uh, clean and sober one day. Right. And we yeah. think that think, we have it. Right. Yeah, right. right. Said, we think that we got it all together. Right. Right. And right. that's the trick of the enemy. That's, that's the trick. Because nothing happens in one day. We no. don't become addicted in one day. That's right. Said, oh, no, we that's have a right. caller on the line. <laughs> go ahead, caller. Hello? Yes, go ahead, caller. Yes, hi, this is Vashti. Hey, Vashti. How are you? Hi, hi. I was calling in to give my testimony. Um, you know, addiction does not just come in drug form. It comes in many addictions, manifests itself in many That's addictions. Right. Yes. Okay. And I've, I've experienced in many addictions. My first addiction <coughs> that I knew of was sex. Okay. Okay. And, um, I, but I ended up being delivered from crack. Okay. I never thought in a million years I would be somewhere saying I was a I was a drug addict. Okay. I knew one day I'd probably be standing in the room saying I was a sex addict, but never said I was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. But got on the whole time, me too. I was um, um, Christian home, grew up in family, wow. grew up in a um, family church. Not, it was no problem. I was my own problem. Mm-hmm. And I, wow. I was raised up in a church. I had a while I was getting high, I had a position in church. So my mother stepped me down. Wow. Okay. Um, I was going back and forth to church. Suddenly I'd be in church. Um, Dad said, hooping and hollering, that money I'd be missing because I'm somewhere getting high. Come on. Wow. And um, wow. I kept going back and forth, going back and forth. And I know my old church family used to tell, give me the song, you know, we fall down. Right. But that's how you keep getting back up. All right. So that's what gave me the hope. And I, and I kept wow. the hope that, you know, I, I know I know better, but mm. I still want to do that, live that lifestyle. Okay. So I kept, I had to struggle within myself, but, you know, God stripped us of things, and God was like at the end, God confused me so much where I couldn't even get high. Wow. I would have wow. asked you what my phone be doing. I mean, it was, mm. I was a ball of confusion. All I saw myself mm. was in a straight jacket. Mm. Wow. And at that time... Mm. That's when I really surrendered. I didn't want to, and then I lost my temper on going because I was working. Then thing, when I lost my job, I didn't want to turn to the streets, and and that I knew that was it. You know, I knew that was it. And um, 
and and the addiction takes a hold on. And they just tell me I was selfish. I mm. could not understand that when I gave my all to everyone. Mm -hmm. But I had to. I was selfish when come when I was getting high mm -hmm. and everything. I, I was turned away from everybody, and and I'll be in not MIA. Okay. And, um, you know, I, the, when I when I first realized when I first got to the point that I wanted to get clean and, and so I knew it was something better for me. I, I didn't want to be in a spray jacket. And mm -hmm. I knew God was like, well, I said, this is not it for you. You know, it was, it was just not, this is not it. And me too, I try to end my life. Okay. And, and, and it's nothing God's out of order. God is not out of order. You know, he, I couldn't even do that right. I got to the point mm. I couldn't even get high right. Wow. I couldn't even end my life right. Mm -hmm. I was one that I, I, I just, I was listening to a song of death. I was listening to reading a book of death. <coughs> and I woke up, they said, girl, you was in a, in a um, recovery world for 24 hours. My goodness. Where it was just like, that was the only time they said they saw my mother um, un uncontrollable. She didn't know what to do. Because they were trying to find out what was going on with me, what I had took, and everything. But all I remember is me seeing this light, this man with a light, and said, you're not going to die tonight. You're not going to wow. die tonight. Wow. My goodness. You're not going to die tonight. Wow. And it was like, you know, I called the um, ambulance and all that stuff, 911. And it was like, let me speak to him. I said, he won't speak to nobody but me. Just keep telling me I'm not going to die tonight. And I went back out again. Okay. But then I got my, I got my life straight. I didn't tell nobody. I didn't, I didn't want to go back to the norm because I knew if I went back to my family, okay. I would fall back in place. And I was a bender. I would just, you know, get myself together for a while to go back out. Okay. But I was like, God, you've got to walk me through this. I don't want nobody to walk me through this but you, God. Okay. Amen. So remove everything, remove people, places, and things. I don't want to do nothing but get stay clean. Wow. And, and it was hard. That's it was good. it was hard. Mm -hmm. And even now, it's hard because I've seen my addiction manifest in different areas. Wow. And and it's, and, and Elder Patrice was saying it's that void we we want we don't want to deal with. That's good. It's that pain we don't want right. to deal with. Right. And and it's so much different things we don't want to deal with that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And God mm -hmm. had put me to a point at one time. I think my I didn't celebrate my first year to my third year which I was made to celebrate, because it was like, it's not for you, Vashti, it's for the person behind you. Yes. Wow. And, and I truly believe that our testimonies is not for us, it's for the next person to say, this can be done. Yes. And, and for those that I met that didn't understand, because I saved my, my church family, watched me get clean, and, okay. and, they, and they supported me, and they like, sit down, don't be still, you know, just keep coming back. Mm. You know, they were there for me the whole time, because my anniversary and everything. And for those that didn't that I met that don't know God, as he was saying, the guess I was saying, you know, look at someone else as a beacon of hope. Mm. Because look at someone else as a beacon of hope. If they can do it, if you look at them and say, if they can do it, you know, I, I can do that. I'm no different from them. <laughs> I'm no right. different except, you know, you might make more money than me. Mm. You might live in a better home. We're both trying to achieve the same thing. Right. Yeah. We're both trying to achieve the same thing. And God yeah. said, that, you know, no matter what happens to us, God will get the glory. Yes. God will get the glory out of our story no matter what. And I know I was stripped of everything. I know everybody kept saying to me, and this is the best I ever lived. That's how much I know it's not. Wow. I made more money on a strip when I was getting high. I had more resources. But once I started getting clean, it was like everything was just gone for me. And it got to a point where I had to turn to God and like, God, you've got to do this for me. I cannot do it mm. myself. Wow. And Amen. even today now, there's certain instances where I'm like, God, I'm... Sometimes I say, I'm not going to do it. God, you got to do it for me. So 
Because right now, I like being in the comfort zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. And God, you got to make me walk out this way, out of this comfort zone. That's you got to remove this comfort zone from me. Because I know me, I'm going to be stubborn. I'm just going to sit there. And it's hard for me to ask for help sometimes. Because okay. I, I know better. Okay. And because and I've been raised and I, I've been shown and I've been told and I've been, and I've I just seen it all. I know God is there, but at times I still want to be my stubborn self mm. and don't want to do nothing but just do it my way. Perfect. But, you know, God is Go like, uh, it's going to be my way or no way. Regardless of what you're going to do, regardless of what you're going to do, it's going to be my way at the end. And, yeah. and, and we just have to remove mm-hmm. ourselves sometimes. Yeah, you know, sister, I want to say that I thank you for calling in on tonight. Yes. I know you personally. Yes. And I want to say that I'm very proud of you. Yes. yes. I'm very yes. proud yes. of your uh, uh, of what you're doing now for the people. And yes. we love you. Um, yes, we, we do. love you for your yes. spirit. We love you for what you do. And we know that yes. you love people. Yes. And yes. I, I just I heard one thing that you said that really stuck out more than anything. That God loves us so much and he won't even let us kill ourselves. That's right. it. Ain't that something? As much as we That's try, it. we won't even let us do it. Yes. So I want to. I want to leave with that on tonight. I want to leave with the people knowing that God loves you, in spite of yes. what you're going through. God yes. loves you, and, and there's nothing yes. you can do that can prevent God from loving you. There's nothing you can Amen. do that can prevent God from nothing. delivering you. There's Amen. nothing that you can do that can prevent nothing. God from healing you. Yeah. The Bible Amen. says we all have fall short. Yes, yes, yes. All of us all have yes. sinned, fall short. Yes. yes. So, so I, I thank you, Sister Vastai, and, yes. and God bless you, and keep up the good work. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. Love you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. We're getting some calls in tonight. If you want to call and give us your testimony, 240-719-2560. Go ahead. ahead, You know, I I feel good as the people are calling in, they're not afraid or ashamed to tell this story. Yeah. What I heard is that she was in church and still struggling. Mm -hmm. Amen. She was in ministry and still struggling. Mm Mm-hmm. But when she was tired and she asked for help, she reached out for help. Help came to her. So you can be in church. I'm sorry. So you can be in church and still have a struggle. Amen. Amen. I, I, uh, in my, in, in my years of my addiction, I would go to church on Sunday and get the word and come out and go get high in the crack house yes, on the same day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we can be hurting and be going to church, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's real. It's, it's very, very real. real. It's very real. The, addic- very real. the power it's of real. addiction is very, very real. It's very real. Yeah. But yes. but the power of God is even more real. Yeah, hey, that's that's you, you more know, powerful. Hey, that's more powerful. The power God, of God is more God. powerful, good brother. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I you know tonight I, I'm hearing that this thing's still real. Yes. Oh, still yeah. There's still yeah. people that are still dealing with addiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and your addiction may not be drugs or alcohol, may not be even sex. Yes. Your addiction may be a rejection. Mm-hmm. You right. may be uh, mm-hmm. addicted to rejection. Yeah. Right. You may That's be good. addicted to rejection because you had rejection in your life mm-hmm. and, and you and you crave that for some mm-hmm. reason. You crave to be around people who reject you for some reason. Right. And I'm here tonight to tell you that you don't have to be around people who reject you. You yes. can be around people who affirm you. Yes, yes. Okay? yes. You don't have to be around people who keep on rejecting you because yes. that's something that you were used to. God is bigger than any rejection that yes. anybody can place you yes. on. We're yes. going to take a break right now. When so we come good. back, we're going to just continue to go on with our testimonies tonight mm-hmm. on how good God is. Yes. yes. Amen. Awesome. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Oh man. Yeah, man. That thing is real. Yeah. That thing yeah. is real, man. Yeah.
Well, welcome back to the Randell yes. Fisher Show. We're yes. still yes. here. You can give us a call at 240-719-2560. Yes. Tonight, I want to talk to Miss Washington, and I want to ask her, and the reason I'm, I'm going to ask her a question, how was she able to handle, how did she, what did she get help for herself while dealing with her husband's addiction? Tell us, Miss Washington, how were you able to um, deal with you? While trying to deal with his addiction. Well, I'm actually I'm still dealing with me. Okay. Mm, good. Um, Talk about it. Uh, I've got a lot to still go. I mean, a lot to still go. That okay. that's something that don't stop for me. Okay. As far as being here. Okay. Um, I seen what he's been through, where he's okay. been, where he's gone through. I've been all there. Okay. Um, and it takes a lot. It's a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. A lot of getting that message out there, just finding somebody that I can relate to, okay. somebody so who can't, that I don't have to, you know, that I, you know, just don't relate to. Okay. Um, just having that support, just okay. just calling somebody up and say, hey, I just need somebody to talk to. Okay. Can you talk to me today? If that okay. person don't do it, I go to the next person. Okay. Um, eventually, somebody, you know, will miss me and call me up and okay. say, what's going on? How you okay. feeling? Okay. Um, sometimes I used to yell, scream, cry. Okay. okay. Um, That's so good. Fight him. Mm. Call around, look for him. Okay. Hey, mom, where is he? You know, mm. um, hey, have y'all seen, you know, this mm. person? Has this person seen him? Drive around, look around for him. Mm. I got to a place where I was tired too. That's mm. right. That's um, right. So again, yeah, I'm still Very struggling good. and trying to get do that. Um, we sit down, we talk about it often. Okay. But we keep on, we keep pressing, we keep okay. going, and this is um, so good. we have kids who uh, and grandkids now that I okay. just try to keep my mind focused on them and doing okay. what I can do, doing work. Um, again, it's still a struggle every day. So my, my questions mm-hmm. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you is, what do you do for yourself? What do you do? Because you may be able to look into the camera and tell mm-hmm. somebody who's dealing with somebody who may be still struggling with addiction mm-hmm. or overcoming the addiction. Mm-hmm. What is it that you do for yourself? Wonderful. Uh, what I do for myself? Um, again, talk to somebody. Uh, that's my biggest thing. Okay. Um, just okay. trying to reach somebody oh, to talk good. to. Always just get to somebody. Always talk to somebody. Just explain, explode. Just let them know how you okay. feel. Okay. Um, okay. Do you hard. pamper yourself? Like, yeah. Right. There oh, we yeah. go. I want to get to the pampering oh, yes. part. Oh, yeah. What do you do to pamper oh, yeah. yourself? Sometimes, I mean, there, you, you have to. Okay. As a woman, you, you have to keep those standards up. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good. Because if you don't, you'll start to look as if you were out there in the street. Excellent. Okay. Wow. And I'm not, you know, and I Mm -hmm. want people to know that Mm -hmm. I'm a strong black woman, that I want to be here. I want to be, you know, be able to hold myself up and keep going. Wow. So the only thing I do, I do pamper myself. Wow. I do try to look nice. I do try to keep it going and try to help him, too, by by keeping that in there. And it's hard. Wow. You know, I don't have a lot of money, um, but... But God is good. But God is good. God is good. God yes. is good you know all day, every day. Every day. I, I, you know, I'm glad to hear you say that because mm-hmm. a lot of times people um, don't know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm afraid to go sit and do my nails because he, he may need me. Or mm. she, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to be at the barbershop because she may need me. Right. You, you, you understand right. what I'm saying? So you don't really do nothing. You just find yourself losing yourself in right. what, uh, right. and helping somebody else. That's Come on, right. give me a few minutes on, on your story here. I feel, I feel you got something you want to say to us tonight. <laughs> I do. Um, my first marriage, uh, okay. my husband had, uh, he had addictions, okay. drug addictions, different okay. addictions, alcohol. Okay. And one of the things I realized is that I was suffering silently. Mm-hmm. I felt like I did not have a voice and I was afraid of because when there are addictions or drugs involved, it feels like you're dealing with demons. 
And yeah. so um, because of that, you see another part of a person that you have never seen before My when God. they are addicted. You yes. you see another personality, another mm -hmm. face, your, the, the face, even the countenance mm -hmm. of the person, the spirit of the person yes. changes. Yes, yes, it does. And so those are the hard places that the companion or the wife have to maneuver through <clears throat> because those type of addictions can, they can muzzle you right. if you're not careful, wow. you're not prepared, and you right. don't have an understanding of what you're dealing with. Right. Right. If you don't talk and get, talk right. to someone and get that information, uh, for me in the past, I, I was just learning as I was going along, but right. in church. Right. <laughs> and the only thing that I was told was to stick with him because if you leave him, he will die. So I carried the weight of that on me, wow. thinking, okay, I got to stick with him because if I don't, he's going to go back out there, stay out there and wow. die. But I realized I was dying too. Yes. And I needed to so save correct. myself and get free. So correct. And so I needed to ask God to show me how to keep my relationship right. with him built up in a way where I could still be free to love God, trust God, and praise God, that's what kept me through. It was prayer. But I was determined I'm not going to die. Right. 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 And right. I'm going to trust that God is going to take care of him. Right. Okay. And he did. And I realized that in trusting God <clears throat> and surrendering to God, God came in <clears throat> and he, say, he helped me get stronger. Right. He helped me not to give up as a woman because right. your self-esteem is affected oh, too well. when you're connected. Oh my gosh, okay. yes. It, 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 you can go through depression too. Yes. Because yes. you're trying to figure out, okay, what's next? What is going to happen? You don't know when, right. when he comes through the door. You don't know who that might be. So many nights of tears. Wow. That so could be your nights. loving husband or that could be the person who's addicted and angry because Son. they're looking for the next right. move. Right. Yes. And so <clears throat> I realized that it took me time to be able to not give up on myself. I had my parents to encourage me. Right. I had the church to encourage me. And that's right. why it's important. I like what you said. You said talk to somebody. Somebody. Have mm -hmm. a support group because, listen, there are companions that are out there. You're out there. You're a wife. You're a companion right. of someone that has a drug addiction. Don't give up. No. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your companion. And talk to someone. Yes. It's important to be able to have a support group. Listen, open your mouth and express how you mm -hmm. feel. Because if you mm -hmm. internalize the suffering and the torment, then you're going to make yourself sick on the inside. Wow. And God does not want you to suffer. Right. He does not want you to deal with um, medical illnesses because of you uh, being uh, overcome by what your companion is dealing with. Mm -hmm. Voice your opinion. Talk it out and say how you feel to another sister that you can confide in. There are resources. There are counseling. Mm -hmm. It's available that you can reach out. And I just believe that, listen, you're not alone. That's mm -hmm. the key point. That's right. Amen. That's you're right. not alone, and you're not going right. to die in that test. And, Elder, can I say a quick Yes, something? you can. Um, yeah, just for, for people who know somebody, Go to not only the person who has the addiction, go to the person who's struggling with that person that's stand beside in them. Yes. Go to that people and say, hey, let me talk with you. Let me take you to the side. Mm -hmm. Let's not just help him. Let's just help another per the she other person. She dealt with a lot of that. Yes. You know, um, I need somebody who's going to pull me, like you mm -hmm. said, wow. take me she out. Dealt with a lot take of me that. somewhere and yes. talk with me oh and set me down. That's all I need. You know, just a friend, that. just a friend to listen. Oh, my God. You know, just to hear what I have to say. <laughs> Yeah. We have a caller. <laughs> caller, you're on the line. 
Go ahead, caller. Caller, go ahead, caller. Can you hear me? I yeah. can hear you. All right. My name is Don Washington. Um, I can't I'm, hear you. Um, turn turn the volume up. Go ahead. Yeah. And I was just calling in because, like I said, um, you know, God is good. I mean, like I said, I grew up with them too. And um, I've seen God's work in America in their lives. Okay. And it's really important that we understand that it's not just. They were going through it. I mean, you got people on the outside that are your family members. Carla, can you talk inside your phone for me? We're having a little difficulty hearing you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can hear you a little better now. Thank you so much. Oh, no, I'm sorry about that. That's no, okay. I just want to say that, like I said, sometimes it's, it's us people on the outside, too. You know what I mean? We can either be fueled to the fire or we can be their prayer warriors and praying in the wow. background to help wow. them get mm -hmm. through. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Talk about them because everybody's talking about them. Wow. But you can turn around and just pray. You know what I mean? Wow. Pray in tongues. Be an ear for them to listen to while they go through the struggle. You know what I mean? Wow. Yes. That's my first I understand. Cousin. I thank you. I, we appreciate your call. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. That's right, my take man. Care. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> So tonight we're talking about the power of addiction. And I yes. want to get to the part now. Some people have heard my testimony um, before, but I thought it was important tonight that I repeat it again for you tonight. And I, I, this is the purpose of this show, and this is the purpose of why I am here doing this live on, the, uh, on Fox Wave. But I, I grew up um, in foster care, and, you know, and I want to say this on the onset in case my family's listening. I know my family. I love my family. Yes. But I do have a story. I know my mother. I love my mother. She's a beautiful person, yes. a beautiful person. Yes. But I grew, I did grow up in foster care, and I grew up in an environment where everybody was drinking, everybody was sexing, mm -hmm. everybody was fighting. I've seen people uh, hit with hammers. I've seen lie thrown mm -hmm. on people. Come I've on. seen all these things. And by me being, being a young child, people would party every weekend, and when they would finish party and I would go around and take their drinks off the table and I would drink it and they would leave their cigarette butts in the table and I would smoke their cigarettes but this is probably seven or eight years old and, and to add insult to injury they would write notes and send me to the liquor store and the liquor store owners would send me back home with fifths of liquor and orange juice oh, wow. and all these things that went on and, I, and I, I was abused at the age of eight years old a lot of people are not aware of that but I was abused at the age of eight, year, eight years old by people that I used to run with and I used to look up to and and I and you know and I went from one foster home to another mm -hmm. foster home I went to another foster home that was um, the people were you know they were nice to me but there were some things that we had to experience we had to experience violence this is where I learned how to uh, f fight even better this is how I learned how to sell five dollar foils of cocaine this is how I learned how to sell loose joints I was doing single action numbers and I went from there and after that I just began to just get into the street and I ended up going to jail early I ended up going to Rikers Island early as a teenager wow. and then when I came out of Rikers Island I just began to hustle on the street on. and next thing you know, I ended up going to Comstock, New York, where I, I was went to jail for robbery and 
I had to do some time for that. And I come to find out that the streets had a hold on me. On. I was I was mm -hmm. born into it. Yes, I could have made some choices, but I did not make the right choice at the time. And I believe I did not make the right choice because of God wanted me here tonight. Mm -hmm. So I want to say that, you know, I've been clean for uh, 14 years now. This yes. January yeah. 16th. Amen. I've been Amen. clean for 14 years. But I'm going to go back and tell you what happened to me in 2006. All right. In 2006, I was where I was working at a church. I had been working at a church for seven years. Yes. I was uh, uh, serving in the church. I was at the church just about every day. I tried to be as committed as I possibly could, but I was hurting on the inside. I was at church, and I would be uh, using before I came to work. I would be using when I left church on Sunday. I had the drug dealers even meeting me at the church. Come on. Uh, I was so bad that I used to have to drive people around. They didn't even know that I was getting high that whole night and driving people around. This is how committed I was to God, but I was committed I was to the drugs as right. well. Right. So what happened was on, on, in 2006, I was in my uh, apartment and I, I, I think a couple of nights prior to that, I was getting high with somebody and um, and, I, and I noticed that I was not even getting high and they were getting high and I was getting angry. So I, I put them out because I felt like, well, they're getting high and I'm not. And I'm spending my right, money. Right. So that next night, I think it was a Monday night. I called myself going to make up for it. And I went out and I purchased my stuff. And I used to almost do it like it was a seance for me. Mm. I used to come home and have my liquor, my quarts of beer, That's or my right. cigarettes. And I would have my Coke sitting there. Right. And I would put some music on. I would light some candles. And wow. it was just me, would be me and the drugs. My come God. And, and this one particular night that I, I, I smoked, and when I, it was thundering and lightning outside. Things, lights were going off and on. And every time I would hit the pipe, it seemed like lightning would come in on the pipe or something. Nah. I just knew that God was going to just take me out. Right. And as I remember doing my last bit of cocaine, I, I had a robe on. And I, I, was, uh, I didn't have anything on under the robe. And, and I'm just trying to give you the story. And I, all of a sudden, I heard a voice tell me to jump out the window. Mm. And I knew it wasn't that God because it was a grumbling voice to tell me to jump out the window. And I, I, I was sitting there and I was contemplating on how I could jump out the window and, and make sure that when they find me, I was actually dead. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't wow. want to jump out this one and just be some big guy laying on the ground all cut up. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that it could be done. Now, mm. I tell you that the TV, the power went out on the TV. So the TV would have to be manually turned back on the, re re the remote control. Right. I'm trying to tell you, lights had went out. Everything had went out on this TV. I was sitting there and the TV popped on. I don't remember who the preacher was. I don't remember what channel it was. I don't know what gospel station it was. All I know that a preacher came on and he said, there's a backslidden minister right now who's considering committing suicide, but if he wow. deliver himself to God right now, wow. God will deliver him. Wow. That was me. Wow. I raised my hand and I've been clean ever since. Wow. In 2006, God has delivered wow. me. So I say that I'm here tonight because God has delivered me through media. Yeah. Wow. Yes. yes. Yes, it can wow. happen. And I'm not Amen. talking about the shysters on media. I'm not yeah. talking about the people right. who are selling right. yes. uh, uh, water and who are selling towels and yes. selling all those things things telling you that you're going to be healed yes. and delivered. The only thing that can heal you and deliver you is the word of God. That's and right. God will send somebody your way That's to right. deliver you. Yes. I right. can tell you about so many different experiences I had. Yes. I used to do drugs so bad that my heart would be jumping out and I still would be asking God, come on God, take me out. God would not take yes. me out. I used to smoke so bad in the pipe Help that I would somebody. cut my hand on the glass and blood would be going down in the pipe and I'm still trying to smoke and get my head out. I'm telling you, this thing, but, but, but. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My God. Yes. My God. My God. You're helping somebody. Yes, Lord. 
And this is why I'm doing this. This is why we're on this show right now tonight. Because just as much as I love the church, as much as I love my family, as much as I love the people that I know, there was the TV set, it was media that delivered me. And I feel I need to give that back. Yes. Yes. So like I've always said, this is not for fame. This is not for glory. This is for God's glory, for God to get the glory. And I want to let you know that media works. Yes. Media works. Yes, That's media right. works. Media does work, mm-hmm. but yes, you got to use discernment. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. There's yes. no reason for you to send money to another church and you got a local church right here, your local assembly. I'm not telling you to do that. But what I am telling you is that you can get a word from the media. Yes. I got a word from the media. Yes. So I can't run from that anymore. Yes. But I, I still have to use discernment. Yes. So tonight I am so excited. I am yes. so glad yes. that we have, we've been able to talk about yes. this thing tonight. Yes. I don't know who you are. We got a, a couple of more minutes. Yes. You can give us a talk call at 240 yes. 719 yes. Because right. I want to tell you tonight, yes, we were powerless and our lives became unmanageable, but God, God but will God. give you the power. God will restore you, my God. Yes. God will restore you, and he will make you great in his eyes. You're already great in his eyes. Yes. You just have to catch up to him. Yes, you Lord. Discover it yourself. I was already delivered yes. years ago because he said he knew me. Yes. My God. Yes. I was already delivered yes. years ago, yes. but I just had to walk through the process. Yes. I had to walk through this testimony. Yes. And tonight, I am so grateful tonight because I believe that somebody's going to be healed tonight. I believe somebody's going to be set free tonight. I believe somebody's going to be delivered on tonight. My God, because if he did it for us, he can do he it can. for you. Yes, oh, Lord. my God. I, yes. uh, man, I'm excited, I'm excited tonight. I'm excited too, tonight. Guys. And what I'm going to do tonight mm-hmm. is I'm going to have my good brother. He can do it for My you. friend. I am going to have him look into the camera tonight. And take a few minutes. And I want him to talk to the street warrior. I want him to talk to the prophet in the street. Hey. There's some prophets in the street. Yeah, you might be ta- not be talking the God language, but you're talking a language yes. that can help somebody yes. else out. Yes. You have yes. something on the inside of right. you that you need right. to get out. And right. you just need some direction. And right. I'm going to have my minister brother, Minister Washington, look right in, directly into that camera mm-hmm. and talk to somebody for a few minutes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Mm. Thank, you, Thank Jesus. you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord, I just want to say to somebody who yes. might be struggling at night, yes, God. the one who has to sell dope to pay the rent, mm-hmm. the one who's out there from Come house on. to house, car Come to car, Come on. doing what they Come do. On. There is a way out. Come on. There is an escape yes. for you. Yes. Come on. Now, I know you might not know God, and I know you might not have been to church, But there is somebody, God will always send somebody your way. He will use people to bless you. And I am here tonight because I've been where you have been. I have been on those streets and I know how it is. And while I'm here and what I want to say is the brothers that's out there in the streets, these brothers have tenacity. Uh-huh. They know how to go out and get it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was. Okay. Now that tenacity I had in the streets to go get it, now I'm using it to chase after God. And he is blessing my life. So what I want to say to anybody right now, the first thing you do is you change your surroundings. Come on. Excellent. Change Come on. your surroundings. Excellent. Change the ones that you're hanging with. Uh-huh. Amen? Amen. Because there are men, God faith men, mm-hmm. who went through what you went through, and we will be here for you. Hang with mm-hmm. people like that. 
and they will teach you and show you the way to go. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody, I didn't learn how to smoke dope and, 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 and cook up crack cocaine on my own. Somebody had to show me that. Come on here. Amen. Amen. So we are here tonight yeah. to show you how to walk and talk with God so you can have a better life. Amen. 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 You know what? This has oh, been an God. awesome show on tonight. I want to Amen. thank you guys for Amen. coming out. Amen. Um, thank you for I believe us. that somebody was set free. I believe that somebody was healed. Yes. I believe that somebody was delivered on tonight. Amen. Even me, I am strengthened on tonight. I feel Amen. like I can still me too. run on and me too. run this race a little bit longer. Amen. Um, ne- next week, our show is going to be on our finances. Okay. We're going to have Dr. Lori McLeod yes. on the show. She is an accountant and she's going to be yes. talking about finance. We're going to be doing budgets right here live on the show. All right. We're going to mix some reality with God. Amen. So, I, All right. I, so that's going to be an awesome show yes, next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just want to say tonight as we get ready to close that God is awesome. Yes. And he's here for you. Yes. yes. And give yourself a chance. I heard somebody say the race is not given to the swift but the one who endure. So we got to remember that it's one day at a time. Sometimes it's one minute at a time. Yes. But I promise you, I guarantee yeah. you, I give you a guarantee on Christ. Not yes. On not on me. But I give you a guarantee on Christ. Yes. Yes. That if you just trust him, if you just trust him, yes. 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 he will set you free. Yes, yes. he will. So yeah. we thank you for tuning in on tonight. Yes. And, and my you. prayer is tonight that somebody gets delivered, somebody gets yes. healed. Yes, Somebody Lord. gets set free. Yes, and, Lord. And somebody just finds out. Go, go help somebody else out. Yeah. Go help somebody else. Yes. I know I used to be sitting in a crack house and I used to be smoking and giving other people crack and I was sitting there and, be, and, know, and saying I know better than them. Yeah. And I'd be wanting to preach to them at the same time while I was smoking. Yeah. See, your calling does not change because of what you do. No. Good. That's good. That's why you see people on the street who may may be suffering from some mental illness or may have found themselves homeless on the street and stuff like that. They are still trying to preach the word of God, but but the choices that they have made. So I'm telling you tonight, before you even get to that part, make a good choice tonight. Surrender your life over to Christ. Yes. Yeah. Surrender your life over yeah. Christ tonight. Yeah. Yes. I thank God for uh, Pastor Lisa Vini from United, yes. uh, yes. United yes. Nations Church of uh, Fredericksburg International for yes. allowing her yes. people to come on tonight. Yes. Yes. She is a friend of the family. I thank yes. God for our pastor tonight, yes. Pastor Sharita yes. Smith. I thank God for her support on tonight. I thank yes. all of you who have been listening on tonight and tune in to us next week. God bless. Have a good Amen. night. Have a good night. Whew. All right. <laughs>